Podlita. Working models who are working. Captions crunch. Podlita. Conspiracy theory. Top model math. Podlita. That's not very elegant. So nice to wear. I guess. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pod Leadem. That's Top Model Podcast spelled backwards. I'm J.W. Crump and technically it's our first photo shoot. I'm Alexander Price and jealous. And I'm Hannah Jane Ginsberg and hey guys, any of you know who Jesus Christ is? (laughs) (laughs) And this is Cycle 12, episode one, the audition episode, the first half, if you're watching it on Hulu. But we did get separate titles for the first two episodes. Thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank I Jesus did on Christ. Amazon. I don't think I did on Amazon. Ooh. It was just a chunk. For your, for your edification then, oh. Hannah, this one was called What Happens in Vegas, which I'm going to say, we're going to do not the girl who blank titles fine honestly this is the most basic title and my title as a replacement is the girl who gets shoulder checked (laughs) thank you to our new pod leadum leadum pod supporters we have denise and patrick great names also denise is so close to (laughs) depreece which makes me real happy well if you combine denise and patrick Depreece. Depreeceless. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also support us at anchor.fm slash podleadum or click that little button in the episode description. Easy, breezy, beautiful podleadum leadum pod. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you so much, Denise and Patrick. Now, I thought to myself, JW, you talk about top model math a lot. Maybe that bit's <laughs> growing tired. And then this episode said... You can't ever stop because we're going to throw so many numbers at you throughout the entire episode, (laughs) sometimes that are just wrong, like fully just incorrect We're going to reverse them. We're going to flip them over. We're going to bet on them because this is cycle 12 and they have this whole intro where Tyra does her thing, where she shows every winner, except for, of course, winner Adrian. You know who they show? They show Elise. It was Elise. Yes. I was was Elise. I... I, I reversed it. and paused, and yep. it took so much effort, but it was Elise. Two seconds in. Yep. They didn't even show Shannon. Nope. No. Your runner-up and eventual it was all-star? Though, it was what as though they were like, hey, Elise also has brown hair. What if we just show Elise really show, fast? So fast. Yes. <laughs> that it. I can't wait to see if in yet a future cycle they show another, like Robin gets shown. Like if they just are like, it, cycle one happened, but Adrian didn't. <laughs> it's bananas that is i can't believe i blinked and missed that that so is incredible to the erasure of adrian it is amazing oh my gosh but so it goes into this is cycle 12 reverse those numbers and what do you get 21 lucky 21 so we're heading to vegas i'm like that did not follow logic not just lucky 21 Specifically, at this moment, top model's lucky number. Yeah. According to the voiceover. If I remember cycle 21, that is not true. (laughs) (laughs) Then Tyra goes into her commercial for Vegas, (gasps) where she tries to rebrand it from Sin City to Uh -uh. uh -uh, Indulgent City. It's a little top model geography for you. (laughs) (laughs) It's B-roll footage. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Y'all, I don't know if Alexander and Hannah actually know this. I love casinos. 
I love gambling. I did not know that. And I historically and impressively have never gone into a casino and not come out several hundred dollars richer. (gasps) That doesn't surprise me. I use my top model math skills for evil. Have you been to Vegas? Um, Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Very briefly, I was going through on my way to California, but I was like, I have to stop in and make my life better. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) when she, when they show Tyra losing slots, (laughs) I was like, you couldn't even cut to B-roll of a winning slot roll? What? Why? Because she gets 7-7 seven, seven bar. I'm like, yeah. that's, not, that's not a win. I mean, it's not nothing, but it's like not a win. <laughs> My favorite is some of the sexiest shopping on the planet. Those shorts that she holds up. <sighs> no shopping is sexy. I'm just going to say that right now. Shopping is not a thing that can be sexy. No. Do y'all to like that. to shop? Do y'all it like depends. to shop? Because I'm a I'm a run in first thing that fits and I think doesn't look disgusting on me. I buy shopping for clothes. No, thank you. No, you that know, sucks. I can't shop the wall at all. In I terms love of shopping for books. Okay, I will shop for books. I will shop for makeup. Sure. You drop me in a Sephora, I can waste. You can shop a the wall. Very long amount of time. <laughs> okay, good. I like to know how y'all shop the wall. You know yeah. what I mean. But clothes, no, thank you. <laughs> Only a lucky 13 will make it into the house. Two things about this. <laughs> One, I know what you're doing, but that's iconically not a lucky number. No. There are some hotels that do not have that floor. Oh, most hotels, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's where ghosts be. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> also, I hate that they told us how many girls make it into the house because it's not the same from cycle to cycle. And it actually ruins some suspense at the end, which yeah. we'll talk about. And only one of them will hit the big jackpot. So let it ride. What? Let what? I was never gambled. (laughs) (laughs) You know how you let it ride on the slots? (laughs) You just sit there and wait. It just goes and goes and goes (laughs) forever. (laughs) You put all your money in. Just quarters, quarters, quarters. It's one of those slot machines where you have to press the buttons to make it stop. And she just sits there and goes, she just goes, hmm. What an agent of chaos to just press that button and never stop it. Oh, I love the first shot we really get of Celia <sighs> is her and her dad and her going, do you think I win the- I'll win this? Uh, no. <laughs> I love that the first shot we get of Celia is in her immediately iconic blazer and tie. She always looks great. So if you haven't seen this cycle yet, Celia's got a lot of plot lines mm-hmm. get ready we're we're gonna a lot of personalities too like yeah. Loki, but... <laughs> yeah 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 did but she I... say did she say there are so many girls here and they're so diverse i love it it's hysterical okay yes <laughs> how there had to have been something that was edited out right <laughs> when she says there's so many girls here they're so diverse it's hysterical what do you mean? I don't even know what she was referencing. That the that women themselves? Have, they all have uh, uteruses. <laughs> if if you phrased it differently, I think one of the problems with Celia is that she always picks the fanciest word. Yes. Mm. She hates so being from said, Kentucky. We're all so different. It's so funny. You would have been like, that's a little weird, but I see where you're coming from. But to just glam up both of those words and get to diverse and hysterical, it becomes immediately... So weird. Hannah, I just pictured, you know, the online tool Grammarly? Yes. <laughs> Celia has Glamourly. <laughs> where she takes a sentence is like, how can I make this the most fashion? 
I just love fashion so much. <laughs> oh my goodness. I related to Angelie trying to zone out every other person on that bus and just looking out and taking Rude. in the view. I can't imagine. And spoiler for future cycle, like, and spoiler for the end of the episode, but like the shit they do to Angelie this episode. I forgot that she was here this season. Would have been unbearable in the moment, I feel like. And knowing yes. what we know, it's slightly better, but still yeah. extremely hard to take. Yeah. I, I, I knew that she appeared in a previous cycle before she made it on. I, for whatever reason, forgot it was this one. So mm-hmm. when Angelie appeared, anytime someone, like when Casey appeared, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm just like, I forget how many contestants we've had over the years that appeared in a previous semifinals. Yeah. Like, it, I, I actually used to think that was way more rare, but now I'm realizing it's almost won a cycle at this point. That's what it feels like. London is one of, okay. Okay. <laughs> I had a couple people DM me that are listeners of the show that were like, we want to predict who will be your, your Brooke, your mm-hmm. Stacy Ann. And I'm going to come in hard and fast <laughs> standing London because London knows how to make any sentence into a meal for post-production because <laughs> she will never just let you have the sentence without a joke and often a good joke which in top model world is near impossible <laughs> yeah we also London's also very smart because her real name is apparently lauren and she's like there's already another lauren here mm-hmm. i'm gonna be london she was so afraid of becoming christy right? she was so <laughs> afraid of being them like well christy that's what we make lauren and laura's into <laughs> jw it's such a good point that we get so few contestants who are funny on purpose mm-hmm. who who make the jokes <laughs> and she does london is funny london like, actually funny and for an 18 year old, that is even a higher bar. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine. Nobody's when they're 18. <laughs> no. Imagine. Yeah. I'm, at 18, you're just quoting South Park or whatever. Like, you're not, <laughs> you don't have your own brand of humor. Because when she comes out and she's like, I can barely see because of all these tall girls. <laughs> I was like, ah, that's so funny. I feel like the gladiatorial music budget has gone slightly up a little bit. Because if you wanted a theme, they are here to give you a theme. And while Mr. J is not wearing skulls, Miss J made sure to bring skulls to this intro. I love that this time they're just hiding behind people. (laughs) I actually think it would have been cute if they had been posed like a statue. And then as soon as the girls came up, they activated. They were like, this is their casino wear. They just came from the slots. I feel like they refused to put on costumes this year. After last, the whole after gag. last year. Yeah. Miss J is in his preppiest wardrobe throughout the first two episodes, which I always like. I always think is super fun. When they say, you're here, it immediately cuts to Bette Midler. And all I could think was like, you're here at Bette Midler's place? <laughs> she owned this? Well, after claiming a third lucky number of 34, which... No, because it's model. double 17, Hannah. I am putting my foot down. <laughs> <laughs> no more lucky numbers. <laughs> but they're at the Temple of Tyra. The nerve to call it <laughs> Temple of Tyra when we see that Bette Midler is in residence. Exactly. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> and then they start explaining about Nike. 
the goddess of victory. I take exception to the wording, which means goddess of victory. Nike was a goddess of victory. The word does not mean goddess of victory. It's a name. Right. And I get, I was someone who senior of high school took a Greek mythology class. And so later on, get ready because I found every Greek goddess, um, correlation with everybody but my my mom is a latin teacher so i just had to let a lot of this like wash over me (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh i get that but i at here early i was like oh cool we're actually if you're gonna do a theme i like that you're actually trying to do some real names of things and then it just drops away later (laughs) just drops away i had such high hopes for a theme and it crashed and burned only a select few of you are going to go from mere models all the way to full-on goddesses. I know that you said mere models, but Miss J jumbled it so hard, <laughs> I couldn't tell if he was saying models or mortals, and then just settled on a mix of the two. The mortals would mortals. have made more sense. Mor- mortals? Mortals. Yeah, mortals. Mere mortals. <laughs> Mortals would have made more sense. Yeah, you yeah. don't go from models to goddesses. Because no. for the rest of this episode, they mix together top model and top goddess. Oh my god. Yes. I also find it so frustrating. And I think that Isabella later has taken this too much to heart. But they are not models yet. So you can't go from a model because you're not a model yet. And isn't that the whole point of the show? I would argue it's the point of the word next. <laughs> right in the title you just know that tyra was like there has to be a goddess of modeling and they were like there isn't and she was like but find me the goddess of modeling and they're like okay Okay. (laughs) so we need to dive in to the shallow pool of sandra (laughs) sandra who claims a lot of thrones but mostly the villain of the episode throne oh my god her first sentence is the perfect good and round sentence. And you'll see why. <laughs> the whole goddess things. Oh, I love it. Because guess what? I'm a goddess. I'm an African queen. I'm from Kenya. I'm a goddess. Start saying goddess. Ends <laughs> back at goddess. <laughs> Full, perfect, good and round circle of a sentence. I, I go on <laughs> love it. Such a journey with Sandra. Because I'm like, great. Love this. Love battling against Tyra's colorism. And that whole thing. And then I'm like... Love the fashion. Love the look. Looks great. Then goes into full delusion so quickly. But delusion in like a cartoony way. Yes. Like if I was to write a sketch about a delusional model, it would basically end up being Sandra. Now, I will say this. My mother's name is Sandy. Sandra. Uh And it annoys me so much when anyone mixes up the pronunciation of Sandra and Sandra from a personal level. Mm. And she says Sandra consistently every time. And there are contestants who just pay that no mind. (laughs) There is so much Sandra going around. And I know that's a personal thing. And I know some of you are going to be like, Jada, but did you ever pronounce Katarzyna correctly? Couldn't tell you. But (laughs) this one's personal. (laughs) So the Jays tell them to get out of their streetwalker clothes. And get ready to show us that goddess potential. Courtney couches herself as this cycle's plus-size girl. What was that name? Courtney. Oh, Fortnite? (laughs) All right. How dare you? Every time I see it. She does spell Courtney in a... 
a little behind the scenes for the listeners. The first episode is always the hardest one for me to recap because my phone hasn't learned the names yet while I'm <laughs> yep. taking notes. Yep. Yep. So it does not getting recognize my phone to recognize Courtney. Tayana was a process. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um Courtney does spell it K-O-R-T-N-I-E, which feels like again a London style personal branding, <laughs> but maybe I've never seen Courtney spelled like that before. No. Makes me feel like you should hit the knee really hard. Courtney. Mm. Courtney. Yeah. Mm. Then Mr. J trolls them and goes, oh, you guys look really cute. As though he was expecting them to look miserable. He's on full troll alert the entire episode. Oh, my God. Technically, it's our first photo shoot. Isn't that fun for We're not going to count it, but. That being said, mm. I love the idea of this photo shoot in a casting. Because it's going to be everyone's side profile the which, classic roman pose yeah you know the classic roman pose i wish it had been reclining <laughs> beyond that i like it because when we eventually get to that sit down judging the three pictures it's great to have the same a side profile yeah. that's the exact same picture of everyone i'm i don't sort know why the I took exact them... same picture of everybody yeah some people get into some weird hand arm moments <laughs> still i i like the idea of it very much and i kind of i'm surprised it took them 12 cycles to get to something as basic as oh should we get a profile i like that we learned the photographer's name jennifer brooks jessica mm-hmm. oh jessica jessica brooks i like that sometimes she looks directly at camera and becomes one with the audience when she's like this no thanks very jim in the office energy for yeah. jessica brooks <laughs> <laughs> yes if you told me she had a three-episode stint on The Office, I'd be like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> of course, Celia works at Bergdorf Goodman's. I haven't heard a statement that it was more obvious from the way that a person looks. Also, Celia is the main character of this episode. Yeah. We yeah. usually get a main character that gets most of the talking heads. Sometimes they're not even a person who makes it inside the house, like Dr. Yvonne style. But Dr. Yvonne. Yeah, but... Celia is, it's as if it's her journey this episode from start to finish. There's so much talking head from her. Well, and everybody else in this initial stage gets like a Tyra 2 list of a personality. Yeah. Like Tayana's got chickens and New Jersey and Catherine's got youth and hair. Hey, Amina's from Jersey too. Yeah, but that's not one of her two things. (laughs) She has confidence and win. Amina is so pretty i forgot and she's like a thousand feet tall Mm -hmm. it's i i look it's a modeling competition they're all pretty all the time so it is rare for me to see someone in the auditions and be like oh my god just like even if she doesn't win just give her a contract look at this person this human being so then they move to part two of this audition and miss j says One of the most quintessential gifts a goddess can give and bestow amongst (laughs) these mere mortals is walking on clouds. Every time I pray (laughs) to my God, I just think, just bestow upon me some walking on clouds and I will make it through the day. Give it to me and bestow it on me. (laughs) And bestow. (laughs) Walking on clouds? And then while people are walking, Miss J will say stuff like, don't be afraid of the clouds. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> it's a fog machine. Uh, this feels like the first time 
Miss J like got into the theme, yeah. like really got into it because usually Miss J just separates, just disassociates, soul leaves body, comes back for episode one, like pure actual episode one. But this time it feels like Miss J is like, this is fun. Walking on clouds. There's a thing. It's for me. Yep. I'm going to take it all the way there. <laughs> and then we meet Monique. Is Monique a 9-11 truther? Oh, I think Monique's a blank truther. <laughs> and you can fill in anything you want there. Honestly, though, her conspiracy theories were not that crazy most of the time to me. Like, if oh. you're going to if you're gonna wave the conspiracy theory flag, go all the way out there. But here's the thing. I wonder if at the time, this was the height of what we thought a conspiracy theorist person was. And just oh nowadays, thanks to Twitter and other <laughs> things just giving us and the whole concept of quote unquote fake news. Now Monique seems so quaint in comparison. Yeah. Also, we talk about Sarah's a lot in terms of uh, a name gets repeated often. We've had a lot of Monique's. Yeah. yeah. Monique is a name that is we're repeated. We're not done with it. Often. No, contestants that don't make the show do make the show. Um, I, I don't know. I know a Monique in real life, but do you both know a Monique? No, no, I do not. Yeah. I, I mean, I know one, but I never thought about it. I always think Monique's like a very unique name, you know, but Monique, Monique, Monique. (laughs) maybe that's why it's just rhyming to me. You know, you need unique Monique. (laughs) If she had come in and just said that, (laughs) I would have been like cast (laughs) lucky 13. I'm not mad at Jessica's beret. No, the I think first it's of fine. Many, many berets to come. It's kind of a hat house. It yeah. is. Faux kind of loves a knit hat. Or I'm sorry, Felicia, sort of right now. <laughs> then Mr. J continues his trolling. Oh my God. And says, uh, This is like a get to know you thing. We never get a chance to like meet you up close, which hang out. He- we never really get a chance to hang out with you guys. Fierce. Fierce. <laughs> and then. Out comes, as Courtney describes, big, staunchy dudes. Which is not a name, but you not a word, but you know what she means. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. London describes as big, Spartan, hot Spartan dudes. Mm -hmm. London fucks, (laughs) y'all. London also said that she's so impressed that so few people can walk well earlier. And I was like, (laughs) London? I don't know. I feel like... JW, you were with me on this moment. I do not enjoy this clear Mm-mm. bridge platform over this pool situation. Eight. Didn't like it in that in cycle nine. Mm-mm. Continue to not like the at least this time it's Tyra on it. Yes. So she's not putting the girls in danger. True. But she this is maybe the farthest away she's ever put herself away from the girls a full pool she knew that celia was coming for that hug and she was not gonna have it we need to talk about her look yeah what is going on with her makeup what did she do to her makeup person that her makeup person turned around and did that to her face a woman of a certain age tyra's (laughs) age should not wear that shimmery lid and gold lip y'all it looks like a mustache isn't tyra (laughs) This is the goddess of fierce. Speaking of math, (laughs) I have been the goddess of fierce for 2,752.7 years, and I am tired. That was my backup quote. (laughs) I literally wrote, and I am so glad you said that, Alexander, 
I wrote that out and put, this will be Alexander's opening <laughs> quote. And I've never done that before. I looked it up. Uh, if you Google the number 2,752.7, the only thing that comes up is Presto Color Gel number 275, uh, brackets 2.7. Um, and if we want to try to make sense of this, that year goes back to 743 BC, which was a the <gasps> first Mycenaean war between Mycenae and Sparta. So perhaps I like this. I like perhaps this. when Sparta won, they decided we were so fierce in that battle that we have to have a goddess, and therefore the goddess of fierce came into I existence. Love- thinking about spartan soldiers calling each other fierce <laughs> I, love I mean it. that's what they said when they came in yeah i wish though that 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 <laughs> number was quotation the... marks yeah. The yeah. this is a quote <laughs> i wish that was the weirdest thing <laughs> that she said that number because later when the goddess of fierce is describing who she's looking for she says i'm looking for someone to light my chariot of fire so have sex with them that is so sexual the movie about the two british men running in the olympics what does that mean that doesn't stop tyra's horniness because later it seems like she's gonna go fuck these gladiators one by one assembly line style yes yeah also celia cannot contain herself pulls out the thesaurus yep Pulls out Glamourly. <laughs> this woman, she's an entity. She's a force. She's extraterrestrial. Last and then just cycle. <laughs> and then just passes out. <laughs> like, I wish they had added a thud sound effect when she went out of camera. Oh, by the way, this is the start of the Sandra v. Angeli. They hate each other. And I put they hate each other because of arms and nails. Because just literally, they're in their own competition. America's Next Top stands two inches in front of the other one. And they're both the final two. So then Tyra's hungry and she needs to leave to go be fed. She might be hungry. She's not sure. There is a distinct question mark on the end of, I'm a little hungry and I think I need some grapes fed to me right now. <laughs> and then she says, later, but puts up the loser hand to all and the girls. Then, a swirls out. Absolutely, a swirls. The it's not even a swirl. Twins hangs over this episode. Yeah. So we head into the panel room where there are wrinkly sheets behind both the flats and the desk. Oh my God, the statues. Two matchings. Why are they matching? <laughs> Imagine being able to focus on anything in the panel room with Tyra wearing that outfit. It looks better than what she was wearing two seconds ago. She was True. in a costume before Alexander. <laughs> It was better than the cheap taffeta that she was wearing. It with lopsided hair. The metallic thing on her glows. Like it is so powerful on camera. It is distracting. JW, all the budget went to that, which left them two dollars for a folding table and a blanket. So if you got the Jasmine from Aladdin Barbie, <gasps> she came with two outfits. The One, classic green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 belly pants, shirt. the harem pants, and the and the bikini shirt. But there was also like a purple dress with a bejeweled collar, which is very similar to what Tara is wearing in this episode. Did, wait, did she wear that in the movie? 
Or no. did, were they just like, we need an outfit that's not that one outfit? <laughs> Probably that. Need an outfit change, yeah. I wish the other outfit was the cloak that she put on to like go into the market. There were not enough cloaks for Barbies. Sandra is the first person. She immediately cries. Well, she immediately walks in looking stunning. That outfit is... She wears good outfits. This mm-hmm. is one of the best audition outfits we've ever seen because ever. it's personality driven, but still so fashion. Yep. The shoes are... It's, it's cute from head to toe. Mm-hmm. I love the shoes. Mm-hmm. Those shoes are lovely. Then she mentions that she doesn't have friends. And I thought, that's maybe not the reason you don't have friends, Sandra. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at this point in her life, she's also very vocally not interested in having them. Mm. Yeah. Sandra's got good things to say. Mm-hmm. She yeah. speaks on colorism. And Miss J seems, you know, gives some applause, seems very like engaged with that story. The problem is, Sandra, as presented in the entire episode, is such a butthole (laughs) (laughs) about everything else that you're like, wow, this is really getting muddled in your perhaps good representation you're talking about here. Yeah, Yeah, she's from Kenya originally. And then Tyra, when talking about Sandra, calls her mahogany. Don't need not a good look for you, Tyra, who has a problem with colorism. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I will say, overall, for Sandra, great panel experience. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. my God, yeah. Like, you can tell she's making it on the show from this panel interview alone. Yeah. And her body, as Miss J says, is sick. Yeah. Good yeah. gravy. Yeah, she's kind of model nouning and verbing right now because she can walk, she can dress, she presents... Yeah, she talks pretty well, like in in terms of like telling her story and why she wants to model and that kind of stuff. Then London comes in and fully lies to their faces. So when London got the ANTM Mad Libs and was asked for profession, she wrote down street preacher. And London, knowing that they're probably going to ask about that, because I'm sure London's application otherwise was so normal, so average. And so London was like, what will make me quirky, but they can also never fact check. (laughs) Because I'm sorry, all of us have talked about this, listeners. We don't believe this. This is a lie. We don't believe this. And then the language, the way she stalls in order to give herself time. (laughs) You will find me on the weekends, weekdays, occasionally, when I, you know, I'm not busy, on the sidewalk. Praise Jesus. (laughs) Do you know who Jesus is? Have you ever heard of Jesus? He's cool. She's like, what did I say? Street preacher, sidewalk, Jesus. Weekends. The re- weekends. Weekends are for religion, not weekdays. If you've ever seen an improv show and someone <laughs> else does the jerk move of giving you a profession that you weren't prepared for, this is how you stall. <laughs> like, it was just someone like London and me came onto the scene, came onto the stage. And I was like, howdy there, street preacher. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Um, weekends. Well, it must we- be Sunday, because here <laughs> I am on the pavement. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Edit. Perfect scene. Her swimsuit is bonkers. Oh, my God. <laughs> These feathers that are just peeking out from underneath the bikini band. Also, I think her top is a bandana. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have Jessica. They open Jessica's interview by saying, so you've never been called ugly a day in your life? And I said, what a 
question. I assume she wrote that on her application. <laughs> but also, Jessica, why did you write that on your application? This makes me hate Jessica immediately. But it's all like, what world do you live? I mean, you must, I'm sorry, you must be kind of an asshole in your daily life. Yes. Because I don't think most people get called ugly every day of their lives, right? She thinks so. Jessica thinks so. I she she looks at people and she goes, ugly. <laughs> ugly. She Imagine like a mean ass mirror. I don't know. Imagine having enough about Jessica to hate though. I Jessica is the most nothing burger mm. of a contestant we've ever had. I kept forgetting her name. I kept having to relook it up. I mean, I, she is for the next five or so minutes until we get one who's even less of a burger. <laughs> And also, another bad swimsuit. Jessica has on a junior swimsuit with, like, a little heart design on it. Yeah. Talia's next. She's a burn survivor. She so well-spoken about it. Has clearly, like, processed the information. I really admire her setting the tone for how to speak about this. Mm -hmm. And the language. And the show, to its credit thus far, does fully adopt that language. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just, it's just surprising whenever we see an 18-year-old be this, like, confident in that kind of way. Speaking mm -hmm. of her being 18, she mentions that she has one year of college left. Did yeah, she start know. college really young? Or she misspoke. Because later, Faux also is like, I'm a preschool teacher. I'm like, you're 19. Do I just not know when things happen? <laughs> like... No, I feel, I feel like for the preschool teacher, there's a way in which, like, you start working with yeah. a program when you're in and high you get school. Accredited. And, yeah. Oh, but I was, I was surprised because we see her age after she talks about one year left. And I was like, oh, she's actually going to be one of our older contestants, too. And again, not that you can't go to college whenever, but traditionally, when you say one year of college left, the implication is a four year she, program. It's, maybe and it's, it's community college. And she's, maybe, maybe it's a two year associates. She's got one year of college under her belt. Yeah, yeah maybe, yeah. maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I like Talia. I, I find yeah. her uh, like, again, presents herself. Well, I actually find her quite has like a quite a lot of really gorgeous features. Yes. Yeah. Now, again, I know in the top model community, there's a lot of like, and we don't, I don't like to reference this a lot, but sure. I feel like a lot of people really don't think Talia should have been on the show because of a reason Mr. J says later, which I'll mention now, which is not exactly body type wise what the show normally cast because she's kind of that middle Sarah cycle nine real size mm -hmm. yeah. somewhere in the middle. So I think there's some like, always like discussion slash controversy of maybe this was the first contestant that was pushed forward only because of representation. But I'm going to argue, I think based on what we see in the episode, she deserved the slot on the show. Yeah. Well, she's not the only contestant this cycle who gets dinged for not being proportionate. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't remember a lot about Talia except for her story. And I really enjoy her this episode. Monique lets us know about the elite. Timeline question. Mm -hmm. Yes. When were these young women allowed to change out of goddess wear? I don't know. Because in this discussion and whatever lobby on the 16th floor of Caesar's Palace, some people are still in goddess wear and some people are in normal clothes. I think they got to change out of it when they... Were they still in they goddess wear? Out, like, if they're like on deck for their interview? But why not just let everyone change out of it for all that matters? Maybe they maybe they were like 
some people are like, well, it's not worth changing right now. If I'm not going for another three hours, I'll just get or the second day. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe it's like an actor thing where you don't eat in your costume or something. Oh, that's also true. Absolutely. The elites might contain Natalie's family. <laughs> I feel like that's the implication or, of this conversation. Sure, they do. Talk I know about people in about you, The only thing you can say about yourself is that your family is kind of rich. And that's supposed to be the thing that makes you stand out in the audition episode. Was Natalie your second burger of nothing? Yes. I think Natalie is rich Tatiana. <gasps> she, do- she does look like Tatiana. <laughs> she does. I think Natalie wishes she had the personality personality of Tatiana. Absolutely. But sure. I do like, Am- I've started to like Amina. I like, is she really like that? Is she really that crazy? <laughs> I like <laughs> Amina speaks to you'll notice a lot of her confessionals, a lot of her talking heads speak to you as a person. Yes. yes. Like Amina's always ready to start a conversation with the audience. Like I'm not saying they are this way. Amina's letting you, you decide. <laughs> Viewers, Amina ask. <laughs> I liked I'm tall. I'm sorry if I can't see you because I'm all the way up here. Yep. Amina! <laughs> Over here! We learn Miss J's height, which is 6'5", and Amina is 6'1". And I love that she's like, no, I'm going to wear high heels. I'm plus always heels plus hair, hair, she says. Yeah. yeah. She, she really is just, if you saw her walking down the street, you would be like, well, that's model. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's also funny to think of someone on this show presenting as tall, but she does. Like, oh, oh this is our new tallest contestant ever. And if I remember, her bathing suit is nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I want to point this out. Now, she wears what I think are very cute orange and yellow hoop earrings. Mm-hmm. And I want to point them out for two separate reasons in the following episode. <laughs> so, plant. I'm taking one of the beads from the earring, planting it. <laughs> so, it'll grow into a beautiful bead tree. Yes, exactly. So, then we have a very strong storyline for Catherine. Yes. Catherine is crying. And she says that it's not because she's sad or angry. It's that she has is dealing with anxiety. And it's like, just like, hey, just letting you know, this is not a thing. It's anxiety. I'm having a bad day. Then Celia comes very hard for Celia Catherine. Celia turns into the shady manager of a Motown group. <laughs> These wallflowers aren't going to cut it. You need to be stellar. You need to be on it. If a Cigar had suddenly appeared in her mouth. From her blazer pocket. (laughs) Exactly. These kids don't know what it's like to work nowadays. (laughs) I'm 25 and I get it. I've seen some things. Let me tell you a fun fact about Catherine. Pans. (laughs) Way more fun than uh, Pens. Her name was Lauren Michelle, but changed her name and the spelling based on what a numerology expert told her. Oh, why wasn't that her thing? That would have been such a fun little story. Instead, she brings pens. Okay, you came all the way from Indiana with something in your hand. (laughs) Holding it on the flight. (laughs) My only carry on. I won't. I won't. I'm going to confess something to you. (gasps) Were you a pen girl? I had a pen collection growing up. I think a pen collection's a real fun collection. They were all 
floating pens specifically i have a question what is that it's like when you get it's a pen that has a little scene in the top and part of it like moves oh it's like the little boat that goes by the statue of liberty or the bikini that comes off the lady Mm -hmm. that's such a fun collection i had like more than 50 of them like i had a very serious pen collection so i'm just saying i question whether five is truly a collection i assume that was supposed to be representative of her collection of a larger food food collection here's the thing i'm not saying that Catherine should have been on the show however they're so mean to her oh my god well (laughs) she comes in trying to be cute cute and as she even says a tyra can recognize a gimmick yeah she tried to have a gimmick and street preaching wasn't available anymore. <laughs> so got, she had to default strong, to pins. Strong Hannah from Alaska vibes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, the strength of the ADR to make it seem like Tyra told her to go out and think about fashion when clearly Catherine came back in and was like, hey, you said I don't know anything about fashion. Agnes, thank Dean. you. Thank like, you. This was not prompted. He gets caught off guard, and the show has just edited in that she has anxiety. She gets caught off guard when Tyra is mean to her, and Tyra's not mean to anyone else. This is so weird to me. And the thing that really killed me was when she shoots for Elle McPherson, and Tyra's like, not a model working today, next. And she goes, I apologize. And I was like, oh, She is trying so hard. And then when she comes in with three designers she's like bam 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 also very specific reference so you know i just didn't think of three names mm-hmm. i would have literally honestly model ability aside almost put her on the show because i'm like you know who can stand on her own two feet against critique Catherine. she's got some grit yeah talking about someone else with grit alex from tampa florida comes in they want to make fun of her so badly and she just doesn't let them yeah i appreciate that alex will not get trapped in the trap that they are laying she is from tampa not from trappa (laughs) that is all (laughs) i'm saying now did i need any more from alex no (laughs) not nothing no i did not but good for her for controlling her own very brief narrative Mm -hmm. alex mack comes in (laughs) in the form of isabella Whose real name? No, is- hold up, hold up, hold up. That is great. That is so, so what she looks like, and so the vibe. I love. Also, I loved Alex Mack. I mean, yeah. My sister yeah. Ellen thinks I'm a science experiment. <laughs> I used to know the whole opening credits. All right. Uh, her real name is Kelly. Oh yeah. Oh, she's, I'll get into oh, she's that. She's definitely not an Isabella. No, that's her model name. I do like that. We know that. So many contestants now understand I can just change my name. The show might ask me to do it anyway. Why not come up with a name for my modeling yeah. career? She has epilepsy. Mm-hmm. And the show is like, ooh, good. How can we exploit it? I had never heard the phrase grand mall before, which is when she goes completely unconscious. Yeah. Epilepsy is kind of fascinating in the sense that um, how you're diagnosed with it, it, it also is like, very large ranging and it's categorized in very specific Mm -hmm. ways i was in a table read from a pilot and i'll give a little shout out to kate shine my friend who deals with a form of this and through that pilot i learned a lot about it Mm. and i actually think that isabella also got the chance to express 
her very personal experience with it well. And I like that she says, look, it's something I have to deal with every day, but it doesn't hold me back because mm-hmm. I, but I do still have to deal with this every day. It's an everyday occurrence in the sense that I always have to be taking medications and all that stuff. But they let her speak on it. Who I am. Mm-hmm. However, her walk oh is Lord. insane. Yeah. The way she walks out in that swimsuit, it's like her joints are barely holding together. She's also so skinny. I don't know if I would have let Isabella on the show. It seems like a strange choice to me. Yeah. I don't think she did anything noteworthy from a model perspective or necessarily a panel interview perspective. I like her. She, she seems fine. cool. Yeah. I like to imagine when Nyjah comes in, that she actually hadn't written down that she was prom queen and Tyra just assumed. Because her first question is, so you're a prom queen? She's like, How do I, y- yes. Yeah, I was. Thank you. How did you know? They're not mean to Nyjah, but they do put her through it. They put her through everything. Gregory Hines me. And like, they can't trip her up. She no, poses no. and they're like, oh, you're so mean. Do you do anything else besides pose with a scowl? And she's like, yes, I will now give you a full tap routine. By the way, I would like to point out. Full mouth open, which I loved. <laughs> they don't bring it up, but she's from Rancho Cucamonga. So she's rich, y'all. She's real rich. There's also, weirdly, this is, our, I feel like, the first time someone has danced and there is no montage. None. I 100% thought, oh, they're really heavy-handedly setting up the montage and then it's just poor Nyja the entire routine I think in heels and I'm like uh mm-hmm. it's almost uncomfortable to not montage <laughs> yeah so Felicia walks in now at this point are they still calling her Felicia or are we already weirdly to foe because we never get told when foe begins I thought she said that she went by foe she does she, she might, gives, but sometimes they say Felicia. But yeah. she gives her full Tyron, which I appreciated. It was very helpful to write down. Mm-hmm. We find out that Foe has a brother who's an asshole. Yeah. Uh-huh. This description of her freckles and her brother saying that someone got a screen and then threw dog poop through the screen to her face. First of all, that's so brother. Yeah. I will say that's <laughs> yeah. classic brother energy. And Foe seems like she thinks it's funny. Yeah, but still, Jesus Christ. You know what I didn't find funny? The fact that Mr. J has to prove that he speaks uh, Spanish by just saying amigo. When she sets up that she is, as she terms it, Blacksican. Half Black, half Mexicana. And then for the smallest bit, I actually think it's cute and not inappropriate for them to go, holla, hola. And I'm like, that should have been, that was fine. We, I would have been fine mm, with that. Cut print. cut print. And then Mr. J just having to be part of the bit goes, amigo. Who are you talking to? <laughs> Not foe. Yeah. What? Oh, it was the weirdest moment. It took me back to those, that one episode where uh, Janice and Nigel said these full sentences and Nole Marin just goes, fierce. <laughs> and anything that reminds me of Nole Marin. Is bad. Is bad. I spy with my little eye something that begins with pig face because on the table of food there was a full pig's face. What? Yes. Well, these people are loving this food, though. Hey, it's these contestants ready for it. If you could eat at the Caesar's buffet, I mean, eat at it. Have Mm -hmm. you guys been to Caesar's Palace? Because they have a 
they have a fountain that is about the fall of Atlantis that is nine minutes long and it's animatronics and special effects. Sorry. Wait, hold you on. You said that like it's a normal thing for a fountain, for a fountain, to, fountain having... to have a length. Yeah. yeah. It does. Like a length of time. It does have a length of time when the show happens. The sh- okay, now you're saying that it's normal for a fountain to have a show. <laughs> and it I don't does. think you, I don't know if, are you there where me and Hannah are and that we're confused? I don't understand the confusion. <laughs> Do your fountains not have shows that occur for nine not minutes Not my long? house one. <laughs> or. Uh, I have a fountain. <laughs> we're just having fun with this because we have to talk about sad Angelie's story. Oh, Jesus. Oh we cut God. real hard to Courtney on the ground next to Angeli, and all I could think right before Angeli started speaking was like, "Oh no, what are we? What are we about to talk about?" I forgot this. I Me forgot too. this story, and it is devastating to hear about because I think the it's brought up because I I feel like the table while eating was talking about family and maybe who has kids. Yeah, yeah. She said someone just asked her if she had any kids. Yeah, yeah. And then Angeli tells a just gut wrenching story about her how her daughter died in her arms and she also mentions how you don't think it seemed like i'm kind of parsing it out a little bit because she's upset so the sentences are a little jumbled here and there but she's talking about how cutting off life support is easy in theory until you actually have to do it and it's your own child which my goodness that is just it's such a heavy thing to talk about and I do kind of like that the show gave us this dimension to Angelie, mm-hmm. someone who they could have very easily edited this away from yeah, and made her just this one note person in this, especially in the audition episode. That's such a easy thing potential. To do. Yeah, it's an easy thing to become an editing victim of. Um, but whoosh, that is a that is a rough story. I also find Angelie very beautiful. Oh, yeah. And very, like, current in her mm-hmm. beauty. Like, current for now. Yeah. I mean, I will say, when they tell her to take off her earrings, I think she does look better. Only because I think she has such interesting features. You don't oh, want yeah. anything to take away from it. The hair, too. Getting rid of the hair was the correct yeah, yeah, choice. Yeah. Oh, that weird fall? She is the definition of a natural beauty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She needs, she needs hair completely pulled back, like you're saying, like... It's just all angles, all gorgeous, fascinating angles. Absolutely. And then then Mr. J refers to Port Authority as the armpit of New York City. Yeah, I was like, all right, Mr. J, calm down. Like, calm down. Like, I'm not saying Port Authority is great or anything, but like, I don't know. I don't know why I got offended, (laughs) but I was like, all right, calm down. Especially because she had just told a story about how she slept there to be able to come to the competition. And basically, Mr. J was like, ooh, that's really bad. Like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like, we know sleeping anywhere that's not a home no. for the yeah. night is bad. And then Tyra reprimands her in the strangest way, where she's like, um, for legal reasons, uh, I need to tell you not to sleep in the bus terminal again. Thanks, Tyra. It's Thanks. about safety. Mm. All right. You're, you're a show that dunks people into water tanks <laughs> dangles them over holes like don't talk to me about safety tyra Gary d in an unheated pool <laughs> celia comes in and i i'm gonna say i didn't like the fact that we almost summoned the twins except it's an almost summoning the doubles as a read yes 
Tyra doesn't know their name. The Swirl Twins. They have been on your television show several times. (laughs) They have been on the show surrounding Tyra. She has been in the same room as them multiple times. We've been told that they taught her things. Yeah. Also, you tell me. This is the first time this has happened. I think the hometown name could have just been the contestant's name. Because you tell me that Celia doesn't look like a Cynthiana. Cynthiana. (laughs) (laughs) So her outfit is very cute. Mm -hmm. But I feel like she wore this outfit because she was prepped to get dinged on her age. Uh-huh. So she picked her most juvie, juvenile outfit. Ooh, I like that theory, Hannah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it very much is that truly fun, young. Because if she had worn the suit with the tie. They'd been like, out. It's yeah. so fashion, but they'd have been like, wow, look at the working 30-year-old or whatever. <laughs> I was not the most desirable creature on the planet. Uh, what I scream when I'm in a gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel the oldest. I just feel like I know what's up. Fortnite from Houston, Texas comes in. No, Kathy from the Kathy comic strip comes in (laughs) and says, your body is a temple and sometimes my body wants cheesecake. And listeners, I was like, there is no way she came up with that. There is no way that she is the first one to say that. That is so planned, so rehearsed. I looked it up. And when you look up that exact line, the only things that come up are Pinterest posts about Courtney. So good for her. Does she also come in with a Russian accent or was that just me? No, she made like a character bit. And I wonder what movie had just come out that had that like, it felt like she was trying to Borat or like something. Like Austin Powers. Yeah. She's very fun. She's and fun. Sometimes I mean that sincerely. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a lot. Yep. They also go into her having been in a relationship with a famous person. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Mm-hmm. And the funniest thing to me about this is that they show a picture of the two of them and feel the need to tie rod it. Yeah. Like we can't recognize her. Mm-hmm. I will say, I want to know when she dated him because he is 11 years older than she is and she's not that old. Yeah, I'm hoping this was a earlier this year situation. <laughs> she also apparently has been termed a pit lizard by fans. Which objectively funny wording (laughs) which he describes as a woman whose booty is pointing wherever the driver is again objectively funny (laughs) but why would she point her booty towards them when she's got those breasts that are (laughs) so large they can barely be contained by the swimsuit she chooses it is proportionate (laughs) it is Takara 2.0 size. Full grown dogs. Yes, absolutely. You got them things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I gotta say though, I like Courtney and I think she She's also fine. gave a good a good um, panel interview in general. I do hear what you're saying though, Hannah, about sometimes she's the right kind of fun and sometimes she's one too many glasses of wine at book club. Yes. Yeah, I, I generally like her also and, and really do see think she seems legitimately fun. But it's like, when you already are fun, you don't so, have to work to be fun. You don't need to gild that lily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. J is not the only troll this episode because Allison is here definitely trolling these other women, right? Oh, yeah. Allison's trolling everybody. The and show. I'm here for it. <laughs> Because you can tell how often she is kidding. You yeah. can tell yeah. the way she delivers stuff. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I know I'm being silly. I know I'm being cute. We do get a, a very brief appearance of a Tatiana. 
Oh yeah, yeah. we got to like, Tati- blink if you and you miss it. Yeah, Tatiana gets one. Imagine being on this show, making it to the semifinals. You get one talking head, and it's just talking about Allison. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite moment of Allison trolling is when she's actually in front of the panel, and she says that the other girls say she looks like a scary doll. And then Miss J says, so like the bride of Chucky, which she does not look like. At all. She looks like so many Victorian dolls, but not that one. And then she just goes, yeah. It's <laughs> perfect. I love it. She also gets her own spooky music. So oh, if anyone was going to get their own theme music this season, <laughs> it is absolutely Allison. <laughs> so this whole nosebleeds thing is so funny. It's so like the perfect little thing. I do hate whether or not it's for the cameras or not that Mr. and Miss J always act like anything like this is the height of like weirdness. Yeah. I'm just afraid she's going to smash her nose and collect her. Like, calm down. She's a girl who has a weird interest. Then someone comes in who the panel can't decide how to say her name. Yeah. I also wanted to have a discussion with y'all. Yeah. I feel like I already messed it up this episode. Is it Tiana or Tayana? I think it's Tayana. Okay. okay. Because we get a lot of Tiana. Because yeah. my memory, D-D-E, my memory is saying that there was a thing that was cut out of this season where they consistently call her Tiana and she says, my name is Tayana. Like does correct them. Mm. Maybe we'll mm. we'll look it up just for- Yeah, between episodes, let's see if we can find it. So listeners just know we're gonna do we're the research. The Bear yeah, we're, yeah, t- we're gonna see if we can get something up across the off, not used recently top model news desk. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I'm gonna say Tiana for now, though. Yeah, that seems correct, but they go hard on Tiana. Let me try, let's see if me and you can reenact this, Alexander. Okay, so uh, I'll be the terrible judging panel. Okay, <laughs> and you be Tiana. Okay, so, so you're a tomboy. Oh, yeah, like dirt and things and chickens and dirt. Okay, so tomboy. No, I just like doing this and that. Tom boy. Mm-hmm. Thomas Boyford. <laughs> like they want, she's clearly not wanting to use that word. She keeps keeps saying country, which you know I love. And they're like, mm-hmm. Tomboy. Tomboy. Say Tom once for camera. Tomboy. Boy, Tom? Stri- <laughs> I know a boy named Tom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it is a cartoon with a mouse and a cat. What's the what's the name of the cat? Great. Now, now, <laughs> Chef, what yardie? Mm-hmm. Tomboy. <laughs> Talk about a great bathing suit. Yes. This is also the first time we hear, and we will hear it again and again and again. Mm. Tyra's discovered wind tunnels. She is so happy about this discovery. And I feel like Tayana is just like, yeah, I've heard this. Mm, thank you. Yeah, that's what my face mm, looks like. Great. I think it's funnier later when they troll her for her small head, which she does have a <laughs> tiny head. <laughs> yeah, a tiny head. I wrote this. This is one of my favorite notes ever for the next scene that the ladies indistinct chatter in the room <laughs> because there's a lot of brackets of indistinct chatter for yeah. captions. Was this before or after the moon transition shot? It was the moon transition. <laughs> the moon rose and set over Las Vegas. So quickly. The girls walked in chattering indistinctly. <laughs> and then Miss J said, I think the excitement is about to change. Also, they had to put the goddess dresses back on and they are literally unraveling. Yep. 
oh why make them do this again that should have been for that one photo shoot and nothing else what is going on with mr j's speaking right now because they have to adr almost everything he says it's just like these assholes are making me do this and this and this and they're like uh-huh. so we're gonna re-record <laughs> lucky 21 we'll continue on is monique in her interview wearing a kangle hat seemed like it and a truly giant necklace the necklace was more the problem for me mm. so mm-hmm. there are boxes full of wreaths golden <sighs> wreaths or nothing or nothing yeah i really wanted to see what an empty box really looked like because there's two things i like about this yes i like that they know which one they're going to because they're named so it's mm-hmm. not a search in the magazine situation no paper cuts thank you no. very much and I like that this is the reveal of their first photo. Yes. It also helps, I think, because so many people have the same name, that when they opened the box, they had the photo of the person. So they could be like, it is you. Mm. Hmm. Faux says that she cannot believe that she, as a person, nay, as a human being, <laughs> made it on the show. Because she's a mere mortal. <laughs> Defoe is the kind of person who would get real into the theme. Be like, oh, you want me to say nonsense? Yes. Preschool teach me to death. She's decorated a classroom. She has done a bulletin board. Mm -hmm. She knows how to get the, and here's a hard thing. I learned this from my mama. All right. (laughs) The kindergarten teacher mama. That bulletin board border. That is the crinkly style. You Mm -hmm. all know what I'm talking about. Yes. Is difficult to staple, but there's a way. Yeah, there's a correct way, and Fo knows it. Fo knows. <laughs> Talia is the only person who knows the right way to wear the wreath. Yeah, thank you. I almost wanted to give her credit. Like she should have gotten an extra frame or something. Yes. Why is she literally the only one? We also see a couple names of people that we never meet. Tatiana. I know she got the one thing, but, but barely. Yeah. Bianca. But there's a Bianca Classic disciple. Top model name. Lauren. And the one Lauren who kept her name, apparently. And a diamond. Like a diamond? A diamond. Oh, got you. So it's not just that. I thought you're saying it's a diamond, but it's a diamond. I kind of like, ooh, a diamond. But I'm shocked that we didn't meet a diamond. Yeah, Yeah. that's a great name. It's a great top model name. They would have loved to have her. Like, they maybe they treated her so badly. You know she walked into panel and they went, are you forever? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Now. I've liked Angelie up until now, but there's one thing that I will not stand for. Angelie does incorrect top model math. Uh-huh. Yes. Because she says that's 14 bitches out of the way. No, 13 left. <laughs> and this is why Angelie doesn't make it into this house because <laughs> I am so angry. They gave you the numbers. They've given us more numbers this episode than ever before because for the first time ever, the numbers are themed. We also found out that poor Alex withdrew from school to do this. And this was when I discovered that apparently my personal voice of reason has become Anne Choquette because I wrote down, hey, ladies, don't withdraw from school. (laughs) In today's letter from the editor, (laughs) I talk about school. Hi, this is Anne Choquette. Friend of, uh, you know who. <laughs> <laughs> I love that everyone else is cheering. Hold up. I love that everyone else is cheering and Celia's just studying her own picture. 
so <laughs> in character. <laughs> and then we get the MIDI gladiator music that we all know and love. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, lucky ladies. Lucky pretty women. Thanks, Aww. Jay. So there have been pre-assigned goddesses and they are in cards that they open. But also the outside of at least one says what it is. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I guess only one of them. But inside the card is a particular attribute of that goddess. So really they get assigned adjectives. Yeah. And also later, literally when Mr. J asks, what's the name of your goddess? They will just say the attribute. Uh-huh. Now I looked up. all the greek versions of it because sometimes we've gotten nike greek but the only one we show in here again is venus which is roman Roman. so i like the greek names more yeah the greek names are more fun don't tell my mom (laughs) (laughs) so london is the goddess of justice Mm -hmm. who is themis Mm -hmm. if i pronounce these wrong i apologize but themis is uh the goddess of justice and which just becomes libra Yep. Yeah, Jay literally just tells her to make scale hands. Yeah. Currently, Felicia, because now Mr. J didn't get this memo somehow, is the goddess of madness, who is mania. One of the best names, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Amina is strength, which there's not really a goddess of strength. You could argue that maybe a sister of Kratos, so I put Kratos... No, Sorry, there's not one. I love, I love the work that you're doing to make this legitimate. I wish that the producers had done half as much. But part of me feels like they did with the Roman names and then just decided, no. <sighs> like, why not just put both in the Tyron, even it if they don't say like it out loud? Minerva. A- okay. Athena. Yeah. She's usually wisdom. But... Diana. The hunt. Yeah, she's the hunt. Yeah, hunt that's strength. just Wonder Woman, Alexander. You're going well, too I far? mean, Amina does do the Wonder Woman pose, oh, so does <laughs> Talia is prosperity. Come on, that is a hard thing to like make into anything. Also, there's a goddess Thalia, which is so, which is the goddess of comedy. What? That's right there. <laughs> you can't give Talia Talia. Why not? And you can just do the Janus. Ha, ha, ha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just Talia looks at a watch. She knows. Uh-huh. <laughs> Waiting for a bus. <laughs> Euthenia. Sure, sure, sure. Or even Tai Chi, but sure. there's a lot. Um, all right, Al- stop showing off. <laughs> all right, fine. Allison gets honor. Sandra gets success, which almost feels like a read. It does. Mm-hmm. Isabella, and I literally thought this was Catherine. Mm-hmm. Literally thought this was Catherine, gets modesty. Ugh. rude Nigel gets the thing she'll get for everything friendliness goddess of friendliness and the goddess of friendliness is philofrosony mm-hmm. sure i love philofrosony she's my favorite goddess and in a bigger <laughs> read catherine gets victory <laughs> and also we just don't see a bunch of them that's but all also, we see i will say this is catherine's major flaw she gets victory you saw nike it mm-hmm. was at the front when you came in. You should I mean, just to be fair, it was also it. headless. <laughs> That's okay. what she should have done, Hannah. <laughs> I don't think you understand how much she messed up with those pens. <laughs> Decapitate yourself for this. <laughs> with the pen. Oh. So before we get to the last one we see, mm-hmm. Angelie and Sandra get into one of the worst fights 
that we've seen because it happens on set. Wow, this photographer is not having it. It is about nothing. Nothing. Oh, nothing. nothing. Sometimes it's about feet. Or For a minute. Fingers. Eyes. Just lots of different small body parts. But it gets so loud. It's a lot of hands and face. Ooh. Neither of them want to back down. And it does hurt Angelie when taking her photo. I really think it does. Disproportionately in the eyes of the show, though, also. Right. Like, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. comes down and gives it to Angelie and doesn't even look at Sandra. Yeah, this, yeah, that's the problem with this fight, ultimately, is that it seems like they just blame Angelie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I would say Sandra is the instigator. Yeah. I would argue that Angelie was trying very hard not to get into it with her. Then Angelie gives a great quote oh. of Sandra was just trying to pull my buttons. To be fair, I was at Marie's crisis one time oh. and a drunk person came up to me and said, your shirt has snaps. And pulled my shirt. My shirt was not snaps. It was buttons. No. And therefore, my shirt wouldn't close after that for the rest of the night. What a rude move, dude. Good lord. And then his friends who came over and took him away didn't even apologize to me. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow. So glad the Broadway crowd is bringing in such good people. (laughs) Did you, in your captions... Have someone saying, unidentified someone saying, lug it up, bitch, lug it up. <laughs> because Amazon did. What, what did when did it mean? happen? What did it happen? Right when Angelie is leaving the fight to go take her photo. No idea who said it. Didn't hear it myself, but it was there in the captions. Lug, L-U-G? L-U-G. Lug it up, bitch, lug it up. I'm trying to parse what that would even I'm actually going to Google. (laughs) Plug it up. Plug it up. The only nope. Everything (laughs) is every definition I'm looking up is what you think it is. Yep. It's nothing. Did you also get a weird half commercial for casting the five seven cycle? Because I did. No. No. Although we I have on occasion gotten at the end of episodes casting. There was a weird in the middle. Half of a commercial for we're bringing high fashion to a new height. Hey, it's the petite cycle. All they can afford is half a commercial. (laughs) That's a five foot seven and under commercial, Hannah. You only have 16 seconds to make it happen. Yep. The hair headband that Tyra is wearing. Or I'm going to say is wearing her. (laughs) (laughs) And then she lies and says that we've never had 21 before. That's a lie. We've definitely had 21 before. We've had all of these numbers before. We also get a look into how Tyra thinks goddesses work. The goddess of fierce is so tired. (laughs) And she is in retirement, but she needs an heir. Goddesses can't retire. There is only one kind of goddess that can retire, and that's the living goddesses of Nepal, and they retire at puberty. I would also argue that eventually our whisper goddess, Anne Chouquette, does retire. <laughs> That's not for a while. That hasn't happened yet. But I'll, why is Tyra's whole deal with the goddess of fear spin her tiredness? What a strong choice. Oh, is this because? Okay. <gasps> okay. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> Remember the Fiercy Awards when Tyra comes up with a lie that they were going to retire the word 
fierce and then everyone just loves saying it at her so maybe this is her actually trying to retire the word fierce did tyra just hate the word fierce that much why no, tyra also thinks she had complete ownership ownership over, over fierce? fierce yes i mean we knew that but nay i say it's just an interesting because even if she wanted to do this whole theme, which is what they do now, and it's the goddess of fears, and she was even like, and I'm looking for the heir, the next top goddess, or whatever. It'd been so stupid, but it'd been fine. But why is she always tired? I don't know. I don't know. Mr. J says that Amina was the goddess of pride. We just saw it. She was goddess of strength. Yeah. We just saw it. And also it says that she embodied pride so well, which she did not do, but strength, sure. Yes. Yeah, strength was actually fine. They made her picture seem worse by giving her the wrong word. About Allison, Tyra says, it is educating the public as to a model is not about necessarily being pretty. And Tyra's going to get a lot of mail saying, have you lost your mind? Now, do I believe that Tyra gets a lot of mail saying, have you lost your mind? (laughs) (laughs) I do. Do I believe it's about Allison? I do not. You do not. This was also the moment where I noticed the font choice. Yes, of... so did I. <laughs> it makes it almost unreadable. Nigh it's unreadable. Not, it's not Papyrus. It's like Papyrus's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Papyrus, but with more triangles. Oh, is it gay Papyrus? All those triangles? <laughs> uh, then Tyra, Tyra lies and she says that she likes smart girls like Celia. That is canonically untrue. Tyra <laughs> likes smart girls, but Mr. J knows how she doesn't like it when girls fight. On Isabella, Tyra says, I just want to buy cornflakes from her, but model fierce cornflakes. <laughs> how did that not come out? How did model fierce cornflakes not get released? I had that written <laughs> down. And until you said it, I could not figure out what it meant. Because... It's- it's nothing. It doesn't make sense, oh, yeah, even yeah. with full context and seeing Isabella's picture, because it's a picture of a great goddess and Isabella's doing average modeling. When Tyra and Mr. J get into a fight Ooh. and it is kept in. And Miss J just looks to the left, searching for the exit. <laughs> the only time I've seen skin that perfect is after you do your makeup. Well, let me say it again. Next. And then Tyra's like, no, 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 no. We're moving on. But I thought Tyra didn't like it when girls fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fact that they even leave in the line of him telling production he's going to say it again. Yeah. The Post now also hates Mr. J. The squeegee noise when they talk about Natalie's smushed face. <laughs> and then it's time for Mr. J to throw out some more numbers. There's too many. Guys, I love top model math. This is too many numbers. I'm going to go bet on 12 on the roulette table. You bet on 21. And Tyra, you can bet on 13. Which makes it seem like he's trolling Tyra now. I don't know. Also, I'm going to say it right now. Those three numbers on a roulette. Well, that's not good. That's that's actually (laughs) not what you want to do. That's neither here nor there. But like, that's also not a very good bet. (laughs) But now it's time to find out. Who will get the chance to become America's next top goddess model? Can I tell you, I am shocked that they did not make them re-put on the goddess outfits for the selection. America's shocked. next top goddle. 
I'm glad I said. I'm glad I said my sentence to give you the time to street preacher your way into that joke. Just slide right into the pavement. Yeah. <laughs> Ira Banks is no Anne Choquette. Hello, ladies is canonically Anne Choquette's. Yeah. Stop. We have a goddess of whispers, and her name is Anne Choquette. <laughs> but we do find out that they are going back to New York City. Thank God. Mm-hmm. And everyone seems real excited about that. And also, where was Natalie from? Because no matter what, I think she's from New York. Palos <laughs> That's... Verdes, California. Yeah. But in my head, Natalie's from New York. I don't know why. Because she's Gossip Girl. Because they, yeah. that's why. Because they're yeah. like, oh, like Gossip Girl? And she goes, mm. and they're mm-hmm. like, 90210 then? I was watching a lot of teen dramas. Yeah, but I like that those are the two levels of rich you can be. And I'm, I would argue those are the same level of rich. <laughs> Indeed. So we, before we get into the order, how high are these steps? Too high. <laughs> Terrifyingly high. They're, like, it's like they have to practically scoot to safely get off these steps to literally go three feet to the left at what london is literally standing next to the lineup and she could have just gone like also true they also don't have a great designated place for the people after they get chosen and they end up staying very far away from each other (laughs) poorly done we get an extremely plausible first call out amina Yeah. yeah then natalie then foe i'll be honest i was surprised though foe was third mm. then allison talia celia nija london tiana courtney when she says courtney tyra gives a full crazy eye yes don't know she why does she's been doing a lot of also turn her head to the side <laughs> and then go courtney <laughs> gotcha <laughs> surprise <laughs> And then the next one is Isabella and captions crunched her name and spelled it wrong. Yeah. Devastating. There's only one L, right? Devastating. Yeah. Isabella. Jessica. Who is wearing, practically, the spring dance dress from the episode of Beverly Hills 90210 <laughs> where Kelly and Brenda wear the same dress to the spring dance. I like, know exactly what you are referencing and that is perfection. <laughs> Thank you. And then the most low-key... Last call-out person, Sandra, who on her way down the precarious staircase shoves Anjali, and I'm shocked Anjali didn't take a tumble to her death. Yeah. Yeah. It was, okay, we talk a lot about the potential for drama with the last call-out. This is one of the worst selections ever. Yes. Because you should have done Sandra earlier, Mm -hmm. and then... The drama be, will Angeli also get selected? And let Celia be the last call out. Or I would even argue someone like... Allison. Allison, honestly, would have been good. Foe would have been good. Mm-hmm. It would have been very jerky, but Talia would have been a more plot, like, for the show's edit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people who really want it. Sandra never at one point seemed nervous at all and the show never made it seem like they weren't gonna pick her no then the strangest ending happens what is this practically up the dress shot of tyra we get from her descending (laughs) from the reading location yeah from mount olympus indeed so she tells the girls that they're gonna live on the upper west upper east side why tell them now when she goes to 
the people who didn't make it in. All of whom are freezing, I'm pretty sure, because oh, yeah. they just yeah. get cold at night. Yeah. And she points to the girls who made it into the house and says, you will strive to get that emotion, but just know that this emotion right now does not mean it's the end of the road. I would argue they weren't striving for the emotion. I would argue that there was a very specific prize that they were trying to get and not getting that is what brought the emotion forth. I would further argue that they were just striving for a job. (laughs) Indeed. I did like Catherine's last. I really wish I had been in the house because I would have made the competition more intense. Good for you, Catherine. Catherine. Mm -hmm. Good for you, Catherine. And Angelise tells Tyrus she'll be back, which a lot of people say, but this time actually will be true. Mm -hmm. And Celia says that she cannot wrap her brain around this concept of being on billboards, (laughs) which we didn't hear about and doesn't seem like that difficult of a thing to grasp if you've had a dream of being a model. Also, I'm going to argue that being on a billboard isn't part of the prize package necessarily. (laughs) You might get a Walmart cutout. (laughs) Yeah, you need to be ready to wrap your head around the concept of a cardboard standee. (laughs) Aisle ender. (laughs) This is a good audition episode, though. A lot of likable people, which is always cool. And we got a lot of story very quickly. And, you know, I would say... As far as top model levels of exploitation go, this, I mean, poor Angelie aside, we've had worse. And I would even say that still, the stories that Angelie, Isabella, Talia, and so many, and a couple other folks get to tell, the show just unedited seemingly lets them say it. Yes. And the theming was at least consistent. We went from goddesses to goddesses. We didn't go from aliens to robots. It might have been a strong choice, but at least it was the same choice. Much like Sandra's opening, we went from goddess to goddess. And if you go from goddess to goddess, you should rate, (laughs) review, and subscribe to this podcast. We love hearing from you, your hot takes, your iced tea. You can reach out to us at podleadum.com. Send us an email, or you can send something to our P.O. Box. The address is on that same website. You can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. I am on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm on Twitter at JW Crump. And be sure to use the hashtag pod lead of anytime you post. That way I can retweet it and see it. And Anne Choquette can retweet it and see it. Yes. So for pod lead, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm JW Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podletum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 